Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. Monday morning, the 23rd of March. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11 a.m. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. 793 Italians died from coronavirus on Saturday, 651 yesterday. The overall toll there is almost 5,500 deaths due to COVID-19. The fear here is, of course, uh, that while the number of people who have been identified as having uh, the disease is still relatively low, we are following suit a couple of weeks behind Italy. 121 people were identified to have the virus here yesterday. There are now 906 cases in total which have been confirmed four people have died. Sinn Féin says uh, the interventions uh, that we are taking to flatten the curve are welcome but we need to scale that up or risk people dying unnecessarily a lesson that other countries are learning the hard way. The party says we need more urgent and decisive action and uh, the time has come to scale up emergency measures. Mary Lou MacDonald is uh, the Sinn Féin president and on the line with us uh, this morning. Good morning to you and uh, thank you indeed uh, for joining us uh, on the programme as always. It's obviously a a global crisis and we're all very much aware that this is a national emergency. Paul Reid, the HSC chief, said yesterday, however, that we are just at the beginning of the start. What's your message to people this morning? Well, good morning, Michael, and I hope that you and uh, all your listeners are staying safe and well. Uh, Paul Reid is simply stating a a very bold truth that we are at the beginning of the start or the start of the beginning. Uh, This has a long way to run. It is, as you say, Michael, a global pandemic. Uh, You watch the heartbreaking scenes from Italy. Uh, Poor Italy. My God, it is just it's, it's painful Uh, to watch there and what we need to understand is that the things we do today uh, and tomorrow uh, will influence the outcome for our island Um, and you gave the figures there, it's over a thousand confirmed cases island-wide, six deaths. We have to approach this uh, as a single population unit in an all-island way. It's the only way that we can keep each other and ourselves safe. I mean, that was the case when we had to protect our national herd you know, with with BSE um, and certainly when it comes to animal health, there there is, uh, we live on a single island and this virus doesn't respect borders. So our message uh, is this, Michael, is that we all have to pull together. Um, we are going to have to do some difficult things. Uh, this is going to be a very, very challenging time for all of us and for our families. But at this point, it is our strong view Uh, that across the island we now need to slow things down, shut things down and only have uh, essential services up and running and essential businesses up and running. And let me explain to you why, Michael, because Mm. I've been listening to a lot of the debate around fairly, you know, very irresponsible, irresponsible behaviour by some 
uh, over the weekend and not observing the social distancing or the World Health Organization now more correctly wants us to describe it as physical, physical distancing. distancing. Yeah. So we need to do something about that for sure. But but let's just identify the elephant in the room as we speak. You see, if people who at home with their children, with their families yesterday being Mother's Day, mm. stayed the physical distance from even from their own mammy. Um, and yet this morning, tens of thousands of workers went into workplaces where physical distancing simply isn't possible. Workplaces that don't have the capacity um, to provide the protections that are necessary in this global pandemic. I think that is insane, quite frankly, to have people on shop floors, factory lines, call centres, construction sites where they are in the way of danger. And people know that it's risky behaviour. And in fairness to employers, uh, they will tell you, many of them good employers will tell you that, that they're at their wits end because they don't know how to make this. Uh, so make we this stop so we non-essential commerce now. Yeah, I, I believe so. I okay. think uh, there isn't an easy way to do this, uh, Mike. Um, and God almighty, none of us want to be where we're at, but we are here and our first priority has to be to protect human health and to do things now that will prevent our health services being overwhelmed and it will uh, save lives. The other thing we need to step up in tandem with this Mm. is we need to be sure that people can materially survive uh, this crisis. So we have made a proposal around an income support Mm -hmm. scheme to ensure that people's incomes aren't decimated and crucially... And that people would be... on the equivalent of 32,500 euro, I think is uh, the figure. If well, uh, yes, our, our proposal, yeah. and there are different mm-hmm. versions of this. I mean, the good thing is that I, I think there's an emerging consensus that something of the scale that we're mm. proposing needs to be done. Our our version of this is that every worker would have uh, up to their, their first 32,500 mm. euro of income protected. Their, their employer then can top up if they're in a position to... But the payment would come through your place, place mm. of employment. Okay, in and other words, does that include people who, 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 as things stand, uh, whilst non non-essential commerce can continue, uh, does that mean that people could decide not to go to work and be entitled to this payment? Uh, and no. I'd like you to back up a, a, yeah. a little bit as well, because I was speaking with a, a junior minister last week and uh, was suggesting to Helen McEntee that there were people who were going to work because they felt they had to go to work and they didn't believe that it was necessary for them to go to work and that they were putting themselves or members of their family or other people at risk as a result of that. And she suggested to me that it was ridiculous to say that they were forced to go to work. What's your thoughts on that? Look, anybody who has to work for a living is uh, has, has to go to work. I mean, mm. you, you cannot just decide that you're not showing in and that you'll still get paid, or um, that you that you would be entitled to welfare. I mean, if the business uh, that you work for stops, if you are temporarily laid off or made redundant, you qualify for welfare. But if you just walk off the job, uh, you have no such automatic entitlement. So I'm afraid the junior minister is wrong. All of us have to pay our bills. We need to care for our families. Um, you need to put food on the table and keep the electricity on. So, of course, people have to work, Michael. You're quite right. Mm. And the issue here is, and this is an unprecedented Mm. situation. Mm. So we have to do things that would have been 
perhaps unthinkable for some would seem ridiculous four or five fact. weeks ago. Would, would seem ridiculous. Uh, I, I mean, the next question, of course, is how do you pay for all of this? And there was a very interesting suggestion from David McWilliams last week uh, that you use what he called helicopter money. Helicopter, yeah. uh, and that's that you literally print money and give it to people. You pay people uh, and you worry about it afterwards. Uh, instead of asking permission from uh, the European Central Bank to do this, you might have to apologise to them afterwards. <laughs> Seek forgiveness after. Well, I, I, I've listened with great interest to David Zoe's interesting and mm. innovative. I think the core of what he's saying is absolutely correct. We need to keep the economy on a, on a kind of a life support. We need to put these businesses, which if there was no virus, are absolutely viable, have markets for their goods and services. Just put them to sleep to have, if you like, a siesta mm. for a number of weeks or, or, or a month. But keep them in a position that when this storm passes, they are actually uh, still in existence and they can they can open their doors. The helicopter money thing is um, is interesting because, of course, the, the European Central Bank has stated that it will um, print and that it will make up to, you know, mm. hundreds of billions of euros available. The authorities at a European level understand that this is a global and a, con- a continent-wide um, And it said, do whatever so they it will takes. Have to respond. Mm. But listen to this, mm. here, and here's yeah. an important mm. point. The last time we had a crisis, and this, cri- it, 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 this crisis almost nearly dwarfs it in, in mm. many respects, but no, the banking crisis, yeah. Yeah. What, what, what your listeners and you and I, Michael, know happened was that the thing went bust. Um, the, the banks got bailed out to the tune in this jurisdiction of 64 billion euros, and families picked up the tab, and it was socially disastrous what happened. We cannot walk that path again. The responses now will call on every arm of the state and Mm. government to intervene now to protect families, workers, communities, and enterprises, by the way, including local media uh, outlets, uh, which are essential, particularly in circumstances like that, where people have to stay home, increasingly will be at home, need information, need reliable information, need company, need conversation, need stimulation. So we need an all-of-society response, but we have to start at the start and, and say there's no point in, in giving out mm. to youngsters for not observing physical distancing if at the same time you're saying to those same people, but it's okay for you to go and work in a call centre or on a factory floor where physical distancing, distancing isn't uh, possible. That's or or to the beach with or to the yeah. beach with your parents. Uh, I mean, I think there was some amazement at how crowded Black Rock and Bettystown beaches were here over the weekend. Uh, it was a beautiful day yesterday, but it, it seems that that's a story that was repeated the length and breadth of the country. Yes. And I have to tell you, I was actually I've been out myself on some of our beaches very very early when they're absolutely mm. deserted with my own kids. My my children were go to the school where the very first confirmed case of this virus was found. So they had been in quarantine for two weeks and then the schools closed. And listen, it's it's for for all of us with, with uh, smaller children are, are one kind of challenge. Teenagers like I have mm. are a different kind of challenge. So, of course, you want to get out and you want to get fresh air. And it's so important for people's mental health. But it's just about being smart as to where you go and what time you go at. And above all, you have to keep your physical distance. 
do you believe that we should be allowed out or should we be locked down in our homes? Uh, this is uh, a, a new extreme level that they're moving to in Italy now. They are. Um, and I, I believe, I, I, I believe we, we need to do things in the following order. Um, we need to take off the table any kind of sanction because it's still permissible to have public gatherings of up to 500 people. That's insane. That that needs to stop, in my view. Um, we need to ensure that uh, everybody works from home. It shouldn't be an option. It should be mandatory. If you can work from home, work from home. If you can't, uh, and if you don't work in an essential service, um, then uh, the business needs to go to sleep and, and, and workers and the business owners need to be supported for the next number of weeks or months um, in that regard. I, I think that we need to have an all of community response in terms of not just our young people, but all of us using our cop on and our best judgment and being told to, to keep the physical distancing. I think there's a job to be done on that. Um, and I, I think only as a matter of absolute last resort should you be locked into your home. And I say that mm. for this reason, I'm very conscious of the fact that say those amongst us who suffer from anxiety mm. or depression or stress or any of the things that as human beings uh, visit us, uh, you know, there's no, there's no, an, there's no antidote greater than, than the great outdoors and fresh air in your lungs and stretching your legs. So I think only as a matter of absolute, absolute last resort should we be confined to our homes. But I think, Michael, we mm. can avoid that doomsday scenario if we do the smart things. Now, the, the other thing I wanted to mention mm. is the issue of travel on to and off the island. I mean, I know people are very, very anxious that there is still, you know, there's still people coming to our lovely, friendly island who in, in normal circumstances are most welcome. But we need to be real here. Uh, we have the advantage of being an island that in a way gives us a, a, a bit of a head start in terms mm. of contain, containing this epidemic. But the, but there needs to be a very hard-nosed view uh, of traffic onto the island and then the response when, when people land on the island vis-a-vis quarantine. That's where we're at. That's just where we're at. Absolutely. Uh, there's a, a new message uh, which we'll be repeating through the programme today. Maybe you could uh, help me to get the message across uh, to our listeners uh, this morning, Mary Lou MacDonald, because I want you to presume that I have the coronavirus and I want you to be glad that you're not in this room with me because you don't want to catch it off me. Uh, because we're all being told that we have to assume that we have it rather than wondering if somebody else have it, has it. Uh, and I, I'm sure uh, you'd like me to assume that you have it and so on and so forth. Absolutely. And that's the assumption that needs to be made. Assume that you that you are infected and therefore keep your physical distance from from uh, from others. That that is the only responsible thing to do. And the difficulty with this virus is because we can't see it and because wrongly some people have taken the issue, this is just another owl flu. This is not just another flu. This is a deadly virus for which we have no immunity and for which thus far we have no vaccine. There are therapeutic interventions, but but I haven't heard any medics say with absolute certainty that they, that we have cracked even the therapeutic. We need a vaccine. We need to give breathing room to our scientific community uh, to use all of their ingenuity and skill to get us that vaccine. 
We also need to ensure that the, the health service that we have, that our hospitals are not overrun. God knows, and I've spoken to you about this mm. before, Michael, about waiting lists and trolley mm. counts. And our system was stretched anyhow. And now we are asking the women and men of that, that service to face the challenge of their lifetime and to save lives. We have to do our part. We can save lives too. And you are right. I am assuming, Michael, that you have this, mm. and I am very glad that I'm talking to you over the phone. It's a pleasure as ever, but I shouldn't be in a, in a room with you. By the way, neither should anybody else. It is a pleasure, and uh, we are uh, not uh, bringing in people into the studio, and uh, everybody is separated, and, uh, and uh, we're moving to a stage uh, where we'll actually be broadcasting from our own homes as well. But thank you indeed uh, for joining us here on the programme. It's always a pleasure Michael, to speak to you. Well. Stay safe, yes. Thank you indeed. That is uh, the Sinn Féin President, Mary Lou MacDonald. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.